Welcome to another episode of The Illustrious Gentleman, the place where comic book artists and top blokes Scott Godleski and Ryan Cody talk about life, work, comics and booze. Follow the show on Twitter at TIG underscore show and online at www.tigshow.com T-I-G-S-H-O-W dot com Don't forget to let us know what you're drinking while you're listening to the show. Go on yourself, big man. Eight hours. That I want. There must be a law for eight hours because Facebook Live caps out at eight hours as well. A law? So I don't know. Well, I don't know. Why else would both services be eight hours max? What? Why eight hours? It's a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see the uh, I see the orange box too that says we're live. So I'm not watching it. So I assume we are. The box camera's so. over here though. So you're going to be seeing a lot of this, unfortunately. Instead of this. You want me to turn, too? No. <laughs> well, if you turn the other way, then it almost looks like we're talking to each other. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I notice you're, I notice you're, uh, you're wearing the, the uh, pixie shirt. I am. Yeah. You have a... You have an ad. Did I? Oh, did I forget to email this to you? I sent it to you. Yeah, it's you have agent. an ad to read. Yeah, you have an ad to read for that company. For the company. Well, well for their new book. I'm wearing for the next book. Yeah. Well, th- this is the cover that you and I did for that Pixies book. That's right. Um. And actually, uh, Spaz Dog's got a new book. Have you heard? Oh, tell, no, tell me about it, please. Yeah, they're doing a second volume of comic book stories inspired by the songs of Nine Inch Nails. Okay. With stories by Raven Gregory, Eric Esquivel, Dirk Manning, C.W. Cook, and others. Okay. With art by... Yeah, stop doing the art? Stop. I'm reading this. Art by Tone Rodriguez, Tom Mandrake, Mark McKenna, Simeon Aston, Drew Moss, my boy. You're my boy, Drew. Nat Jones, Mustafa Musa, Jim Mafood, Christopher Mitten. And Man House. And no others. There were other writers, but there's not other artists. No. With a limited gatefold cover by Ben Templesmith. This is going to be a 124-page full-color hardcover book, uh, and you can pre-order your copy of Nothing Can Stop Me Now, colon, more stories inspired by the songs of Nine Inch Nails starting May 17th only through Kickstarter. We're also brought to you today by uh, Spoiler Country Podcast. So Kenrick and John, they review comic books, movies, what have you. 
and they have conversations with people that create the amazing worlds that they love. So, for example, you love uh, westerns and sci-fi, so you created co-created Copperhead. That would be an example. That is. Yes. Um, apparently, so have- they also love like bad video game movies because they just did an interview with Yui Bowl. Ooh, can you believe well, that's that? A good, that's, that's a, a good get. get for the. Yeah, they got that's Yui a- Bowl. <laughs> Remember yeah. him? Yeah, he did all the uh, all those movies that people bash that I never saw. Everybody's favorite worst movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, can I get through this? Are you done interrupting me? I don't know. All right. New episodes of uh, Spoiler Country Podcast come out weekly, and you can subscribe and listen at iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts at. Find them online at www.spoilercountrypod.com and follow them on Twitter at spoiler underscore country. And then also this week, I'm going to do a quick plug for my favorite comic book shop in northern Arizona, my favorite comic book shop in the world, really, and that's uh, Cab Comics. So uh, they sell uh, comic books that feature superheroes such as Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, The Flash, you know, they're, they're every, everything you need from the DC Universe you can get at Cab Comics. You can also get other comics there, too, from other universes. Um, but it's all there. It's It's everything you need in northern arizona so if you find yourself let's say north of anthem arizona you should just keep heading up the hill and come to cab comics Corey and his crew are great people and uh you can check them out if you're in flagstaff arizona or online at facebook.com forward slash cab comics and be sure to visit their ebay store at ebay.com forward slash usr forward slash cab comic singular not plural um our last sponsor, and certainly least, is John Lehman. Uh, you can find him. Uh, it's just the man, John Lehman. You can find him on Twitter at at the mighty Lehman. Uh, and his new image book, Leviathan, uh, comes soon. I soon. looked. I, I, I looked for a release date this morning. I couldn't find anything. Uh, in June, though. He is uh, uh, going to be back on on comic book stands with um, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, with Joe Isma. That's right. That's right. So look for that. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. This is going swimmingly. Um, what are you drinking, buddy? It's a little early, so it I know is we said early. we, gonna, we yeah. said we were going to do coffee, but right. I I couldn't help myself. But Which is what ahead. I did. All right. uh, I actually went out about a half hour ago and got. Uh, 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 I went to the Starbucks and I got this. What was it? Oh, uh, a white chocolate mocha from the Starbucks. Okay. Um, I, I get a Vinti Grandy uh, Largo. Grandy? I don't know. What are they called? Grande? Grande? Vente? No. Chipotle? Yeah. (laughs) I got a Chipotle white chocolate mocha, and it's awful. (laughs) Oh, woo! you got to save that for the end of the show. Well, if it was from Chipotle, it'd be terrible. Well, yeah. I I, I did search for reviews here. Uh, Apparently, they also sell, like, a, a grocery store version. 
where you can make your own at home. So a lot of the reviews are for that. I, okay. I did find something on checkadvisor.com where they have a review aggregate. Overall, it gets a 4.5 out of 5. They only have like a dozen or so reviews. But Stephanie Catris gave it a Not 3. Katniss. No. No, gives it a 3.7 and says, Great tasting drink. I love how it's a white chocolate mocha. You're an idiot, Stephanie. Her <laughs> yeah. Her recommendation label is you betcha. Okay, and what's what's this favorite review site you have? Chick rev, Chick Reviews? Chick Advisor. Chick, Chick Advisor. I it, See, it's I, not I like TripAdvisor. F- like it doesn't. Right. It it's not an aggregate for the prices of chicks. Right. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, someone, a farmer should have snatched that up years ago. <laughs> Before some <laughs> asshole, you know, you know the guy who started Chick Advisors, like an asshole douchebag, Silicon Valley guy. Oh, I'm sure they all are. Right, right. Okay. Uh, so I couldn't help myself. I'm also having coffee, but I'm having a uh, coffee porter. I'm drinking the uh, Pizza Port Bacon and Eggs Imperial Coffee Porter from Pizza Port Brewing from Carlsbad, California. Pizza port. It is pizza port. It like is eight percent. Yeah, it is eight percent, and it is a four point one out of five on my metric. So pretty highly rated. And I'm moving in front of the window here. Yeah, mine's bad too, but that's okay. Okay. Um. So uh, there is one review here, and it's a glowing review, and it's from Doc Jitsu on uh whatever site that is. I use Beer Advocate. Okay. <clears throat> pours a nearly black opaque with a top head top t-a-u-p-e taupe 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 yeah taupe pours, pours a nearly black opaque with a taupe head pizza olives greasy spoon smoke exhaust and fresh brewed coffee comprise the nose did I just pull on this glass of stout or did I inhale when the mesquite barbecue fire smoke got blown into my face from the shifting breeze? The mouthfeel is thick, wet, and slick. Must be that tope. Meaty, meaty, smoky coffee flavors. So good, quite different. Um, Jesus. Because they use so much cooking uh, terminology there, I'm going to say this guy might like know the owners of it or whatever because it is called Pizza Port, but I smell... Car exhaust? Coffee. Yeah, co- <laughs> yeah, 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 I smell carbon dioxide and methadone. Okay, so uh, today we're going to do another of our world-famous uh, like uh, shop talks. We're going to talk, talk shop, talk work. Um, but I did have a thought because both of us, well, because you started, you started going on Twitch and I started copying everything you do. So we're both on Twitch now. And I thought like a a cool thing we could do is if we broadcast it at the same time, stick with me. Okay. And I'm on my, you know, we got to have a second device. So I'm on my second device and I'm listening to your feed Uh and you're on your second device and you're listening to my feed. Uh Then it's almost like if we're in a virtual studio. Nope. Because we could interact verbally. Sure. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, if your studio was on Mars. Why is that? Because that's what the delay is like. Oh, I didn't think about that. We don't have the exact same delay. We would need to dial in our delays. My delay is not bad. I was on this morning, and my delay was only like five seconds, ten seconds. At one point, I was watching a rebroadcast of yours this morning, and I thought it was live. I was sending you messages. Oh, were you? Yeah. Whatever. I just okay, well that chat. that would have been a fun idea. No, it's a great idea. Out. I I is there? Well, we could do this. Well, we can't do this on Twitch because no, one but of us we can do it to... here. We can Pardon? stream oh, live oh, on... to YouTube together. Somehow. Oh yeah, but but I don't know how it would pick up more than just our camera. We'd have to have a camera like over our head showing what we're working on. Um, We'd have to have an exterior camera. I'll investigate. Is, is this really a conversation we should be having? This. Right. Okay. There is. I'm sure people do it. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go down the line here. This is as much work as I put into this because I'm hitting the road in like an hour and a half. So, oh. uh, yeah, I'm going a little mini vacation, going to Albuquerque, going to see a breeder show, going to go to Meow Wolf. Google that shit. You're going to love it. Uh, so by the time this airs, I'll have already experienced Meow Wolf. I'll be a changed man. <laughs> it's terrible. The price Sounds tag great. on my the price tag on my can is right on my. You can just see it. it's like a glowing radiation spot. Oh, I'm not watching the the stream. Oh, good. No one is. Um. Okay. No, so, you're right. Uh, you're absolutely yeah. right. Thanks. Um, so you tweet this shit out. <laughs> Oh, tweet out that we're live? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. You going to do it? You want me to do it? Uh, if I can figure out how to how to do this. Yeah, where's the link? Uh, oh, I guess you got your YouTube page, right? Yeah. That's the link. Yeah. All right. You Open you, you talk here. about you do that and I'm going to uh, I'm going to tell a quick little story here that's going to take 10 seconds, so hopefully you're quick. So so working digitally, I don't know if if I don't know if you do this, Scott, but I I do I use the glove because I'm a greasy greasy man and I don't want to whatever I don't want my screen to look like your screen, so I use the glove and I'm a little gentle with it. And so it's cold in my office still. That's a sore sore subject, but I'm still a little cold in my office, hence the cardigan. And so instead of using the glove that I was sent with my tablet, I bought a pair of like $1 gloves from Walmart and I cut all the fingers off or I cut three of the fingers, two of the fingers off and the thumb. So I use that. So today I had to go out to my car to get my uh, charger for my phone. It's fascinating. And um, I, f- I forgot to take my glove off. So my glove with two, the two small fingers still on, but the other three cut, I walked out to my car wearing it. And there's an old dude out there like watering the grass and he just kind of looked at me because I have like this Michael Jackson. He thought you were weird... cosplaying as Gambit. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly what it is. It's a Gambit glove is what I draw with. You're right. Um, but that's that's the risks. There are rewards, but that is a <laughs> huge risk. risk to work in digital. It comes with a little tag on the glove. <laughs> that's, says, that's right. People that's might right. look at you funny. Right. So uh, I've fallen in love recently for the for the the one person who's been watching my my first couple Twitch feeds. I'm in love recently with the uh, that hatching brush in Photoshop, the Kyle Webster hatching brush. Mm. Um, 
to the point where I'm afraid I'm going to fall into this cycle of just using that and just using the the one inking tool I like, which is like the classic ink you do tool you, that man. he has. Uh, and I love it. Um, but it, it is it is it's hard not to go not to lean too much. Like now that I can just throw as much solid blacks on my page as I want, and it literally takes seconds. I find myself I'm going to start just being even worse than I was before and just blacking out everything. Um, but that's fine. I don't mind like a high contrast style. What you got to do with the hatching brush is throw a lasso selection on there. What do you mean on the brush or on the page? No, on the page. So you can just do it in pieces on a, a figure. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And, no, normally what I use your eraser and subtract out of that. That's yeah. That's the, that's no, that's normally what I do is just a whole new layer for the hatching, throw it on there, and then I erase the hatching layer so it gets to where I want it to be. Oh, yeah. 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 Same philosophy. But then you take a different texture to subtract out of that. Oh, yeah? Mm. Like an erasing texture? I still haven't dialed in. So the old Photoshop that I used to use, any brush could be used as an eraser. Yes, you can still do that. I don't know. Sometimes when I click on the the eraser tool and I select the brush I want, it goes back to brush. It doesn't stay on eraser. No, there's maybe I don't know what I'm doing. There's a, a it it's like a subtraction option. Um, I haven't used Photoshop in a few months now, so I've forgotten what it is. I remember thinking though when I started using Clip Studio that I wish that option were included somewhere in Clip Studio. And it is. I just didn't, you know. I had no idea it was there. I, I had to Google it, but yeah. But now it's it's okay. just a it's just a keystroke. I think it's one of my hotkeys now that I just push and it goes into subtraction mode for the same brush. Okay, yeah, because that's another way. Like that's a great way to get completely unique textures is to lay down a couple textures and then use a different brush to erase or subtract from those lines. That's a cool way Totes. to do it. Um, so yeah, there's, uh, you know, I, I, that's one of the problems with, with Photoshop that I'm still getting used to is there's so many brushes. Like it would take, I would have to take a week off of paying work to dial in all the brushes I love and then somehow create, I guess there's a way to create your own palette. I don't know how to do that. Oh. Um, but maybe like an, like a brush box app or something you get Ugh. where you just yeah. load, load your own stuff in there. It's, it's like a, an extra 35 bucks or something for that. Brush. Yeah. And I just have a problem like. Like I forget, oh, like oh, I know I like this brush. Is it in the is it in the concept section? Is it in the special effects section? Is it in the inking section? You know, you can do all that shit I... in Clip Studio, yo. Yeah, but I, the Clip Studio, I don't, you don't, they don't come standard with like the friend and brushes. You have to buy those brushes. It doesn't. The Clip Studio doesn't have as many brushes. You have to buy the Webster brushes. No, you don't. It comes with Photoshop. What are you talking about? Well, now it does. Now it does. Right. I'm not talking 2015, baby. I'm talking about now. All that shit is standard. Whereas Clip Studio, you have to download brushes, install them. Yeah, whatever. Oh, it's a pain in the butt. I got 200 for six bucks. Six dollars? Yeah. How much did that coffee cost you? Like five dollars? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, not as good as my brushes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like uh, I like that I can work in Photoshop. I like that that inking tool, and there might be a similar one in Clip Studio. I don't know, but I like the inking tool, that classic ink or whatever. It looks just like a uh, like a nib, like a fight. Because I 
last week I had to make some edits to a book that I did all traditional. So I scanned the, you know, I didn't scan them. I I grabbed the the pages, the 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 TIFF files, and I had to draw on them. So I used that classic brush because it has a little texture to it, and you can't tell the difference when you're zoomed in. When you're at 100%, could not tell the difference between the digital brush. It has just enough, like, it almost has tooth to it for being a digital brush. It has that kind of line weight to it. Yes. Uh, so I love it. Yeah, I love it. And I didn't have a brush like that in Clip Studio, but maybe no. it's just because I didn't download it. Uh, there's a textured brush that just comes with Clip Studio. Um, so do you in Clip Studio do you use a perfectly like a do you use a perfect brush for lack of a better term or do you use a textured incline? Mostly I use the standard mapping pen that comes with Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, That's what I used um, to use. For like uh detailed interior work and shit. For like contour lines I use a uh one of the markers I think I have a tech pen marker that does that stuff. Okay. So you're happy with Clip Studio? We haven't talked about. I'm this very in a happy weeks. with Clip Studio. What's what's the down? What's the what? Do you, what don't you like in Clip Studio? What's still bothering you? Uh, the thing that keeps me up at night. Uh, yeah. Is there ellipse? There the ellipse ruler tool is frustratingly awful ellipse ruler so the ellipse template like the french curve uh sure but it's just an ellipse so you can draw your circle you can draw your oval or whatever mm-hmm. so you you place it on the on the canvas and you can make it to whatever width you want and then mm-hmm. after you've selected the width then you can rotate it to whatever angle you want which is great yes. that's fine and then i i can it's it creates a separate layer so i can move it around with the the selector tool mm-hmm. but i can't resize it so if i'm drawing the rim of something i can't just shrink it down or make it thinner or, well. or narrower I know how important the rim of things are to you, but I, it's on its own layer. Why can't you just control well, T? Well, you and... can, but it creates anchor points all the way around the oh, perimeter it's, of it. It's, it's, and you, when you grab yeah. one, it just stretches it out. In, yeah, in but that point, in, I don't. You can't create a you can't create a, a a raster layer for that tool. It's always vector. Yes. Okay. When you ink, do you ink in raster or do you ink on vector layers? Do you know the difference? I know what the difference is. I don't know. So when, they, when you they the must button, be raster layers. Well, I think by default, I think they're vector layers. Sure, then whatever the default is is what I'm using. Okay. I don't know. Vector should be perfect. Raster should have tooth to it. I would I would imagine. Okay. But I guess it doesn't matter to you. No. Or anyone. Yeah. Do you feel? <laughs> Do you feel like because you can work, because you because I'm 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 trying to keep my pages at like a hundred percent max. You know I don't ever want to go in any higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like you're spending more time like noodling on pages and adding details than you would if you were working traditionally? No, I'm pretty conscious of how far zoomed in. I I don't like to go any further than the 
what would be the size of a physical page. But mm-hmm. occasionally, you know, you got those little figures, you know. And if it's an important little figure, why not? Just go in and yes, put I some shit in. I don't I don't take the physical page into account. I just use the one hundred percent. I never go higher than a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Which should should be the same thing. Well, okay, so no, it's not. On my companion, which is I've used Tiny. Tiny. Um the zoom to get the canvas to I think 10 inches right is the something like that is the bleed area mm-hmm. on, a, on a paper page it's like right. s- 56% or something zoom yeah like 10 inch girth like width that's, that's too bleed. big but that's the bleed is the 10 inch girth it sure would 10 inch wide <laughs> right okay um, yeah, it, yeah, on the companion, because of the, the pixel display settings, uh-huh. about 55, 56% will get me there. Um, this morning, because I wanted to stream and get rid of the fan noise, I plugged in my 13 HD display tablet. Uh, by the way, it worked, it looked a lot better. It and, looked great. Uh, I was using, so I could stream off of my laptop instead of that thing and um but the 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 display is in a different um pixel dimension so all my tools are smaller so zooming into about 33 34 percent gets me to that 10 inches oh see i don't even take that shit into so and because of that i'm gonna have to figure that out because it's fucking me up because all of my tool presets now, I need to change the brush sizes to get them to what I'm used to. So now every time that I select a new tool, I have to go in and figure out what the new size is going to be to get it to display correctly. Right. Yeah, I don't even take that. I just go. I never go further than a hundred percent, but I don't take page size into account or panel size or anything. A hundred percent would. I, I on my on my display tablet would be just crazy zoom. Okay. Yeah, but I, w- I wonder. These are twenty first so century digital artist problems. So I guess the ideal solution would be an 11 by 17 graphics tablet. I, I guess one that you can yeah, turn right. vertically. Yeah, so almost, right, almost on like a like a ball joint almost that you could turn however you want. Yeah, but it would have to be its own thing. It would have to be an independent PC mm-hmm. like the Companion because you can't get that display off a, a plug-in display tablet. Right, so I have like a 19-inch graphics tablet, but it's 19-inch wide. I mean, if I could turn it vertically and adjust, uh, maybe there is a way to do that. Maybe I could mount it vert- vertically and adjust the, uh, whatever you call it, the display so that it turns. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it's probably worth a Google or an email to Yeah. The, you would think uh, someone at this point, I mean, I think in like 5, 10 years... At this point, I think artists who work digitally are probably about 50-50 because you have so many young people who grew up only digital. 
But I think in another five or ten years, almost everyone's going to work. I don't know about five digitally. or ten. Like three? Um, 30, maybe? You think that... You think there'll be that many people still working traditionally? Yeah, I do. Because yeah. I'm, I think everyone younger than me probably works. I, I think digital artists may be the majority in seven to ten years. Okay, so maybe in seven, maybe in like five years, then maybe like a Cintiq or even like Adobe or somebody should release a tablet. Adobe should do it if they were fucking smart. Release a eleven by seventeen vertical tablet that only runs Photoshop. The, the market for something like that would be so small, I don't think it would be worth the investment from whatever company. Right, but how much different would it... I mean, if they made a 17 by 11 monitor, and then they just modified some to and made it so you could turn it, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, my monitor is probably 19 by 12. It's no different than if it was 17 by 11 and you could spin it. I don't know. I'm not. No, I. I, I mean, it'd I'm, be not, great I'm not. I'm not Elon could get Musk. Something like the the thickness of my companion, or even uh-huh. better, would be something like a like my Kindle, which is I don't know. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, whatever. Three make... eighths of an inch, maybe. Yeah. Thick. Yeah, and something you could just yeah. sit in your lap that weighs, you know, a couple of pounds max. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't care talking. that I would have to plug that in. If, if I had to plug that in, but I could just like sit on the couch or whatever. Even it, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't imagine what the battery life on something that would need as much power to run Photoshop or Clip Studio. I mean, my companion right now gets when I run one of those art programs gets two and a half hours maybe a battery life. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's there's so many missed jokes a minute ago when you were talking about width and thickness and laps and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. It's pointless. Um, so That's what you want to do for our, yeah. our maiden voyage on YouTube Live? Um, you, you have a comment here on your notes that you jotted down a couple of weeks ago that I think is interesting. Uh, photo reference versus photo tracing. There is a difference. Oh, yeah. But my thoughts on that is the difference comes in how you render. So uh, unless you're steal sure. unless you're st- stealing popular photos, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're doing a so if you're drawing a Star Wars book, you're gonna pull as much reference as possible. But if you're stealing well-known photos and just tracing them, that's a problem. But I think there's a way to trace. I think problem is a strong word. That that's right. subjective. Well, it's a problem for you. Right, I mean, it's a, it's a problem just because you're supposed to draw a really good likeness. Might also be a problem but, for the publisher's legal department. Right, right. So there are ways to render. So, so I, I I sometimes do photo ref, and but more often I will take a photo of myself and I will slap that shit into Photoshop on a layer and then I will trace off of that my layouts and then I'll delete the photo mm-hmm. and then I'll pencil the figure. So yeah. that's technically tracing, but it, it all goes to how you render it and... I use a lot of SketchUp. I used to. The new SketchUp is shit. It's like I don't want to buy a license, so it's all online. It's bullshit. But I a lot of my books have used uh, SketchUp models, and I, I think just the way that I rendered, no one would really know. You would never really know. So I think you have to have a, either a really light-handed rendering or a heavy-handed rendering to hide the tips and 
or not tips, but the like the tricks you're doing, the the the, the shortcuts you're taking. Um, yeah, hide the tip. <laughs> okay, so right, so what are your th- so my thoughts is it's on all, all how you render. I don't care what you do, just what the finished page looks like. Sure. Don't make it look. Don't make it look like you traced a photo. Don't make it look like Greg Land, like you just traced a photo out of a magazine. Um, but what are your? I mean, you had a you had a live stream the other day where you obviously had a SketchUp model in there, but you built that SketchUp model. Yeah, but that's I did. Well, some of them I grab, some of them I build. I feel better about building it myself, but I mean, sure, I I, I don't have the skill set or the time to build like a 1941 Ford pickup. Yeah, why would you when you could just download one? Yeah, like for that adventure van book, it needs a panel van. Oh, but, what, am I going to model one of those myself? Okay, I I think what I was what I was thinking with photo reference versus tracing um I shooting your own reference. Okay, if you're going to trace photos, I would say at the very least shoot your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Tony Harris, right? Will shoot an entire book, but he's doing that himself. You know, mm-hmm. he's not going and finding. He's not going on the Sports Illustrated website and grabbing right. swimsuit photos. Right. And right. Drawing or like a or like a Tim Bad Bradstreet. He'll hire models. He'll take the yeah photos. Alex Ross. Yeah. 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 Um, I think. I don't know. I mean, Mitch shoots stuff too, right? Um, mm-hmm. I shoot stuff. Everybody does. I, I I'll drop it into Photoshop if I'm. I was I was gonna say if I'm feeling lazy, I'll put it into Photoshop. But that's a lot it's of not, work actually to get it in not, there. Yeah. So it's not lazy. Um, and it depends on what it is. If it's something super complicated where it needs to be uh exact i'll i'll drop it in there um but most of the time i just snap something myself and i'll just hold it up to my face while i sketch it out yeah i've never been good at that have it have it be done that way um some could some could say i've never been good i mean it's almost just a, a, a just a live drawing session Mm-hmm. If you're not tracing it, you're just shooting right. your own stuff, and it, it it's not for. I guess the the end goal is accuracy, but what you're really or what you should be doing, if you've got any sort of artistic integrity or talent, is while you're looking at it and translating it, you're learning how everything works. You're breaking down the pieces. And figuring out, you're almost reverse engineering the figure at that point. So uh, that should be a learning experience. So now you have that knowledge. So next time when you need to, you know, draw this pose or that angle or whatever, you know how all the pieces fit and relate. Mm -hmm. And you can just do it. Yeah, it's it's like the modern day... Like, did you ever own one of those wooden uh, maquettes that you could... Uh, I have move? one upstairs. I knock it over every time. Yeah. I... 
yeah. wiggle my microphone. Yeah, around. there's there's these Piece of shit. there's these new ones that are made out of plastic that are like GI Joes. They have like a hundred points of articulation. Oh yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought I was looking at the the Chinese knockoffs. Yeah, so I was gonna get a couple. I thought those. those are pretty cool, but it's essentially the same thing. It's the modern version of that. It's being able to set up your phone on a delay. oh, but it's so much better. I I should go get my little yeah wooden guy, but it, it, the limbs they bend. But they've got fucking springs in them, so they just snap back down. Oh, mine never had springs in it. Had it? Wait, yeah, yeah, but it's not supposed to spring back. It's supposed to hold until you. Whatever. No, no. My wife got me the the cheapo version. Yeah, those are expensive. I remember when I started art school. That came in like you had to pay a couple hundred bucks at the beginning of the semester. Oh my god! The beginning of your tenure there, and you got like a portfolio. No, mine. I'm sure was an impulse buy it. Arizona yeah. Art Supply or something. No, I'm not saying my maquette was a couple hundred bucks, but the whole package was. But it's probably like a $25 maquette, which is more than I would ever pay for one, I think. Um, but yeah, it's it's a modern. I don't I don't mind it. Like I said, I don't care what you do to make the final page look like what it looks like. I just, uh, I just yeah, don't, don't want to. I don't. You can say that. I don't want to. I don't want to be able to tell that you traced a photo. I mean, if you ink in the blood of dead prostitutes, I care about. Hey what you do they chose that life um oh that's terrible <laughs> terrible because a lot of them did not choose that life that that's terrible in. oh god well i can't edit the i can't edit the video oh i'm sorry i'm sorry that's terrible um so, so i guess what ryan I'm say- loves prostitutes <laughs> i guess what i'm saying everyone's got to make a living i guess what i'm saying that's is right. that um when i read a comic as long as I don't look at it and be like, oh, that's a traced photo, or I could tell that that's – I've seen that photo on Google search. I've, I've used Google search. I've seen that exact photo. Or, you know, I'm going to bring up Greg Land again or, you know, like a Greg Horn. Like that looks like a traced photo of a swimsuit model. Like as long as that doesn't pop me out of the story because I think I, I read a lot of comics where, pe- where guys use a lot of reference, and I don't – as long as I can't tell. As long as the finished product looks like a comic book and it looks illustrated, looks very well illustrated, that I'm fine with it. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I, I yeah, I suppose I agree. It's all about the translation from the source through your brain right. down your neck, right. through your shoulder. Right. It probably goes through your bicep. It's probably the probably the same path like a heart attack takes. You know, down like into the, your your forearm. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, your thumb maybe? I don't know. Is that the most important part? I think your index finger is the most important part. No, because the thumb, <laughs> thumb separates us from apes. So Apes have thumbs. They don't have opposable, opposable, opposable thumbs. They don't have impossible thumbs. That's right. That's right. Let's name my next greater own book, Impossible Thumbs. Um... I like this thing because I, I, you brought this up. Another thing, this is all you. I didn't do any prep for this. Uh, you started on on your newest Superman stuff that you're doing. You started throwing in gray tones. And there I, are scenes that take place in dark bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. rather than just throwing black on top of it, it you know it, what I hate is putting black shadow on faces or or okay skin i don't i'm not comfortable with it i think it looks um it hardens a figure Mm -hmm. makes them look 
heavy. So when I'm drawing somebody like John Kent, I don't want to throw a lot of black shadow on his face. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like you uh, when you draw a female face, you don't want to add a bunch of rendering shit to it. When you draw a child, you don't want to make it look devious or dark. Yeah, and it's just not something I'm comfortable with. I don't like covering up faces. Did you? Did you? email your colorist about that decision is that on a different layer are you sending him a page where that's flattened it, it, they're all different layers okay so he can so i i let him know that you know if you don't want to use it just throw it away it's fine but then you're gonna you're gonna open your comps and you're gonna be like that motherfucker and you're gonna throw it you're gonna rage no 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 yeah um, generally other people know better than me well yeah um Okay, but you so you're doing that not in addition to spotting your blacks. You're doing that in instead of spotting blacks on that figure. Yes. Well, I, you know, I'm still I I'll still put blacks on things. So on clothing right, or right, right. maybe on a part of the background or something. Um Yeah, but but if it's supposed to take place in a dark room then all i'm really doing is carving out highlights that's it right it, it's not it's not the the gray that i'm concerned with it's yeah i'd be interested to hear attraction i'd be interested to hear um how colorists do feel about that because you are kind of it's almost like you're it's not like you i'm not saying you're doing this but it is almost like uh I don't know. That to me, that kind of almost seems like their job, like to throw a heavy dark purple on there where you put sure. the, where you put the gray. Yeah. So, and it, it was it was mostly just to give myself something to do because that one panel looks terribly empty to me. So and I had the time. I just I just did it. Yeah, I know a lot of guys. Um, your new your new man crush on the uh, DC does it, uh, Jorge. He does grays, I think, on his. He pages. does all the textures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to talk to one to his colorist and see what they think. But maybe they love it. I don't it, know. Yeah, I mean, his colorist is a whiz too. Maybe um, was it Mar- Marte? Oh, I can't remember his name. Isn't it Sanchez? Oh, I was thinking of uh, Gracia, but but he's an he's a Marvel guy. I apologize. I should know this, but yeah, no, he uses everything that. I went to, I bought the new brush set that I did in hopes of there's something being in there that's comparable to the stuff that he uses. Because obviously using the same tools will make me just as good. Of course. You mean there's not a Jorge Jimenez brush in the new CS Paint brush pack? There should be. There should be. I was thinking about that yesterday when I had to draw... A quote-unquote mob of characters. I just swipe it across the screen and it draws <laughs> Superman. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. There should be... So, uh, there should be a brush. Okay, bear with me here. Uh, you, you've seen... You know what animation turnarounds look like, right? Where you got the, you got the front face, the three-quarter view, the side view, the reverse three-quarter sure. view, the yeah. back. There should be a brush that does that for all forms of humans in perspective. So you can just lay down a layer of people from above, people from eighty degrees above or one hundred and twenty degrees above. Sure, there's a there's a a three D figure 
website, something like SketchUp, but for Oh, people? really? I think so. Oh, I, have... I think I went looking for it at some point. I'm terrible. But I, I was too lazy to... Well, your page, Install your it. page that you've twitched the last couple of days, uh, Pimp and Scott's uh, Twitch account at Scotty God, that Copperhead page, you have some great foreshortening on that page. The panel that's above, the I think it's the second panel where they're above, or maybe the first panel, and then you got the dude yelling with his hand like way behind him. That shit's great. I've never been good at that, and I've kind of allowed myself to be weak at it because like Mignola says it's bullshit. So if he says it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> who am I to who am I to argue? But when you see a page like that, it becomes it's so much more dynamic. I wish that I that's um, better skills. It's one of the rules of of comic booking, right? Is, Is it there has to be one panel on the page that's above eye level, or yeah, and then one page where the horizon lines below the eye level. So one panel should be above, and one panel should be below on it below on every page. Yeah. Where'd you hear that nonsense? It's a rule of thumb. Okay. My impossible thumb. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so it'd be interesting to hear from a colorist because actually, I mean, their page rate is the same, so maybe they love it. You know, it could be so much, it just makes their workload faster, and a lot of these guys color multiple books. You know, maybe they dig that kind of shit. All right, so yeah, so you, so like Jorge Jimenez, or you were talking about getting brushes. Use every part of the digital buffalo. I've thought about that doing my own, like a creator own book. Like, why am I even inking this figure? This spe- specific figure could be just colors, like really far, something really far in the background. I could be doing with just colored brushes rather than sure. ink work. You know? Yeah. So I, I mean, uh, Fiona Staples does uh, all of her backgrounds digitally, right? Traditionally, she inks the figures and then. Everything else is Photoshop. Maybe I think so. Does she even ink traditionally, or does she just ink with a? I think so. Oh, okay, I thought so. I don't think so. Does she have originals for sale that are just but, the figures? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. That, it, the thought is romantic. It's almost I like, like a. I like the idea. Yeah, of it's it. it's almost like a cartoon where the figures are outlined and and strong, but the backgrounds are like a matte painting or like a you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. that's the future of comics, I think. If doing like flat or like cell shading on the figures, mm-hmm. the, the backgrounds are rendered. Right. Yeah, I think that's the future of comics. I think so. All right. So to wrap up, you're still a hundred percent in the Clip Studio digital realm. You love it. Yeah. If if they would just fix that ellipse tool problem. Yeah, I'd marry it. Yeah, I bet you would. Okay. Well, I'm still I'm loving Photoshop, but maybe it's just because I'm so in love with that one brush, and I'm so used to Photoshop. I don't want to invest the time into getting. I mean, I did. I I do work. I have penciled and I have worked in the past in Clip Studio. It's a fine program, and it's very comparable to Photoshop with the layers and all that stuff. But I'm man, those uh, those perspective rulers are just. Yeah, see, I got to spend time. Uh, I got to spend time getting to know that, and then I could save ten. Uh, I could save ten bucks a month. Yeah, like, for real. Yeah, what could Put I do? that into a six pack? Yeah, yeah. Build your. I own. was trying to find something else. Yeah, build your own six pack. Could put it into like a savings for my children for college, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woo. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, you made a face. So, uh, what about that coffee? Your white mocha. It wasn't worth five bucks. Uh, you know, Circle K. I, Circle K has good coffee. They got some shit from Uganda. Uganda. I stopped now. there for gas yeah. before mm-hmm. I went to Starbucks, and I thought, no, oh, I should save myself the trip and just right walk the twenty-five feet. Yeah. I, said, I already had it in my head about what I was going to do. I mispronounced Uganda. That's the kind of dick face I am. I called it Uganda. <laughs> Uganda? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so your white mocha, whatever, white chocolate mocha, What? how many glasses does it get? What's the rating? I don't know. If I were forced to buy something from Starbucks again, this is probably an okay choice because I drank all of it. You know, their, their nitro cold brew is the way to go. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe you're right in the middle, two and a half. Okay. You're the king of two and a halves and threes. You won't commit to shit. Meh. Eh. Okay, so my uh, pizza port brewing, bacon and eggs, imperial coffee porter. And I got to admit, when I grabbed it, because I saw the, there's a poorly drawn piece of bacon and a poorly drawn egg. First of all, why are they? There's so many competent artists. Why do so many brewers use terrible art on their thing? Um, but they even give Money. a shout out. They even give a shout out to the coffee roasters that they use to make this Bird City, Bird Rock. Sorry, Bird Rock. You know, honestly. Oh, so sorry. When I picked it up off the shelf, I was like, I wonder if this beer tastes like bacon, because I saw the bacon. It, it does not, by the way. I honestly didn't think about this beer at all once I started drinking it. It's not bad, but I never took a sip and was like, mmm. Like, I never had that face. Mmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, ooh. I never had that face with it. Uh, but it's pretty good. It's Coffee Ford. You know, it's a good coffee beer. I didn't get it for the show because I've already had it twice, so I'm trying to keep new beers for the show. But the Huss uh, Coffee Kolsch, Huss, Huss Brewing in Phoenix, they have a Coffee Kolsch. Which is a, it's not a porter, so you pour it and it looks like a Budweiser. It's yellow. But you drink it and it tastes exactly like coffee. It's amazing. But it's only like four point. Why why don't you just have coffee? Well, because if you want a beer. Like basically if you want to drink a Coors Light but you want coffee instead, get the coffee Kolsch from Huss. Because it's only like 4.3% but it tastes like coffee. But it's good. But I didn't drink that today. So if it's a four point three, basically, then it's it's not even a beer, right? I mean, it's not e- it's it's basically not even alcohol. <laughs> so why not just drink a coffee at that point? Well, because sometimes you want to be in a social situation where you have a beer, or make yourself a hot toddy if you want the alcohol. There you content. go. Okay, that's a good thought. Um, but back to this, I, I do recommend the Husper and Coffee Kolsch. But back to this Pizza Port Brewing Company Imperial Coffee Porter, the bacon and eggs. It's good. It's not like I said. It's something that I drank and I didn't think about. But at eight percent, it's a it's better. It's stronger than a lot of porters. It's stronger than a lot of coffee beers. I mean, eight percent's nothing to sneeze at, you know. Um, I'm gonna give it a. Hang on. I'm gonna give it a three and a half because the there's a the aftertaste is a little. A little much. So I'm going to give it three and a half. All right. Anything else, Scott, before we wrap this up? And 
I get on the road to, to Duke City. I had this whole no, I don't, I, don't I had this whole so. thought thing about cities with nicknames that are cool, and why Phoenix doesn't have one. Like Albuquerque is Duke City, uh, Charlotte is the Queen City, Phoenix is the Valley of the Sun. Ugh. Right. I guess. That's what it is. Stupid. Okay. Um, speaking of stupid, it probably has some <laughs> nickname. I think it's just the Valley of the Sun. The Sun City? Phoenix. Phoenix. The unusually racist city? Like, the un- like why is it racist city? That? I think that's most cities in America. Right. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll just call it the Jean Grey City. There you go. Ugh. Okay. All right. Speaking of uh, rambling at this point, speaking of rambling, you can follow me on Twitter. At Ryan Cody. It's called a segue, motherfucker. You see how I did that? Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Cody. You can follow Scott on Twitter, at Scotty God. And you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. I got to post to Instagram. It's been a couple days. At TIG underscore show. Um, I also sent you all the password shit for Instagram. You could be doing that, too, if you wanted. Yeah, I'll get right sure. on that. All the past episodes are available on TigShow.com. If you enjoy the show, and why wouldn't you, please go to TigShow.com, click on the Support TIG link, and from there you can buy us around, buy a shirt, or you can go to our iTunes page and leave a review. You can also sponsor an episode. All right, man. So I'm fucking out of here, but if you do follow the Tig Show Instagram, I'm going to be going to some breweries breweries, breweries this weekend. I'll be taking pics of that. I'm going to be hanging out with other comic artists maybe. I'm going to be cheating on you. I think I'm going to see Andy Kuhn. Maybe Aaron Campbell. I don't know. Um, so that'll be all up on there, too. So Bring back a beard buddy for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I should probably text him. Okay, uh, I'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Says. We come in pieces. We come in pieces.